everyone and welcome to my very first podcast. So my name is Natalie Rabb and I am a sophomore student in AP U.S. History and um, American Lit 1600 who was recently given the opportunity to create a podcast about any event in history. <laughs> so obviously when I just f- first found this information out about the podcast, uh, I was very overwhelmed any event in history is a very broad subject. Um, So I performed tons and tons of research, and after looking at many historical events, the one that I really found super interesting was the asylum movement, and specifically what reformer Dorothea Dix did in the 19th century to forward this movement. So the argument I will be taking today about this asylum movement is that the most influential crusader when talking about this asylum movement was, of course, Miss Dorothea Dix. Now, to start about this asylum movement. Some of you may be wondering what an insane asylum is, or some of you might already have a picture in your head of a haunted, scary place where crimes might take place. Okay, let me set the idea of an insane asylum straight. So, I want you, this sounds a little weird, but to close your eyes. Okay. Now imagine a jail with the world's worst criminals. It is dark, seclusive, and scary. There are no beds and the inmates have to sleep on the floor. They are treated like animals locked up for the terrible crimes they have committed, never going to be able to live a normal life again. Now, keep the same place and environment in mind, but to replace these inmates with mentally ill people. Yes, in the 19th century, insane asylums were compared to brutally hard jails, and these people in them were treated as criminals and trouble, even though those people are now compared to ones nowadays suffering from disorders such as autism and schizophrenia. Pretty terrible, right? So, it was not until 1841 when a young woman named Dorothea Dix began teaching Sunday school at an East Cambridge jail, which was a woman's prison. At this present, Dorothea Dix had discovered terrible treatment of the prisoners in there, specifically ones who suffered from mental illnesses, like the ones I was talking about above. So this jail, another detail about it, um, the living quarters had no heat on top of them being treated poorly. So Dorothea immediately went to court and she secured an order to provide heat for these prisoners along with other improvements. But this was just the beginning of Dorothea Dix's efforts. As the years went by, Dorothea Dix began traveling around Massachusetts to research the conditions in prisons and poorhouses. She unfortunately had noticed that many people were battling serious disorders and they were treated very cruelly. And soon after, she had traveled state to state talking to not only state legislators but members of Congress to change these jails. She was a very determined woman and made such a big difference in so many people's lives. Now, I knew it would be very difficult just to tell Dorothea Dix's story and background behind asylums alone, so I recently contacted someone perfect to help tell me. After doing lots of research, I found a professor named Dr. Philip Ferguson, who has spent three decades researching idiot asylums and reformers like Dorothea Dix. So, I called him up recently, and I interviewed him, and Next in this podcast is going to be some audio from my interview with him. Again, thank you so much, Dr. Ferguson. Um, I hope this is really informational for you guys, and I had the pleasure of talking to Dr. Ferguson, and I hope you guys learned something. So here it is. 
Yes, my name is Phil Ferguson, and I'm I'm now retired. I'm a uh, professor emeritus at Chapman University in Southern California, but I live uh, in Oregon right now. Oh. My research my research focuses on uh, uh, history of folks with intellectual disabilities, as, uh, as I said, and uh, family. Uh, the, the family experience of having children and adults with disabilities uh, live in the community. Um, written a little bit about the rise of asylums and then their uh, the move over the last 40 years to move people out of asylums into back into the community. A ton about Dorothea Dix, but I was researching her a lot. And I know you said you knew a little bit about her reports on county poorhouses around the country. Um, yeah. So do you think you could maybe explain a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, Dix is a fascinating uh, person. Here's this uh, unmarried woman traveling by herself all around the country in a time uh, when that just wasn't done. Uh, much less speaking to uh, legislatures around the country about about the conditions in the almshouses that she visited. So she's uh, she's amazing in many respects. One of which is how how unusual she was, but also some of the uh, she's complicated because she uh, would go visit these almshouses and write. What were called memorials or reports to the legislators, legislatures, and they would detail uh, awful conditions that she found. And her uh, consistent uh, goal was to have the states take over responsibility from the counties mm -hmm. for folks with uh, mental illness and, and uh, intellectual disabilities. Uh, and to create these specialized asylums. Uh, on, on the other hand, she also just really opposed leaving the people in their in the community with their families. So she really had some attitudes about uh, family life that we would find objectionable today, and mm -hmm. saying they were. The, the worst place you could raise uh, a child with a disability was in in the family. So a huge thank you again to Dr. Ferguson for talking to me about the research he's done on the asylum movement. It really highlighted how amazing Dorothea Dix was as a reformer. So, by the end of Dix's life, her speeches and actions made all throughout the world paid off immensely, and her efforts on behalf of the mentally ill and prisoners helped create dozens of new institutions all across the United States and in Europe that changed people's perceptions of these populations. I hope you guys enjoyed learning about the insane asylum movement in the 19th century and about the amazing Dorothea Dix. Talk at you next time!